This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell. Alongside me is going to be Tony Shore, the co-host. Today's show is going to be fun. It's it's New Year's Eve. We're starting 2021, but more importantly, we're ending 2020. And rather than talk about boring financial stuff, we're going to have a fun show with financial trivia, fun facts about money. And to help me along with that, I'm going to get Tony because he's going to be our guinea pig on a lot of these questions. Let me bring him in, Tony. There you are. Here Welcome. I am. Welcome. <laughs> like my uh, my New Year's <laughs> Eve background, it does say. Oh, see, yeah, I was going to say, it says happy year, but then you moved and I see the new is in there. And the new is the key part this this year. <laughs> this coming year, 2021, the new is the key. Yeah, there you oh, go. You want me to sit like this? <laughs> no. No, no. And also we want a happy year as well. It doesn't have to be new. Yes. And we had a long year and I was normally we do a, uh, a show that talks about the highlights that we had for the year. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to do something a little different and do some fun money trivia because I like to see you struggle. <laughs> yeah. You're the financial guy. I don't understand why I have to answer the trivia you, questions. You, Dan. you come up with your own trivia questions, but you refuse to do any show prep. So. I guess it's on <laughs> that is not- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Show prep. Yes. So I have 13 lucky 13 in honor of 2020. 13 money facts and trivia that I'd like to talk about with you and see what okay. you might know about. It. All right. You, you think, where are you ready? I am so ready. It hurts. I figured as much. I'm going to ask you. All right. Let's start with an easy one. Do you know what the original purpose of the Secret Service was? The original purpose of the Secret Service. I've heard this, uh, but it's one of the many things I've forgotten. Let me think a second, Dan. Let me think about this. The Secret Service was originally to protect. I'm not. Look at hands free. Uh, I, I don't remember. Was it something like to protect the mail, the U.S. mail? In 1865, Secret Service was created during the Civil War to fight counterfeiting. Ah, counterfeiting. I Nope, nope, didn't know that one. Sorry. And then when they got started, between a third and a half of all money was counterfeit. Crazy, right? So they came up with the Secret Service. Wow. To stabilize the... I didn't money. realize it was that big of a problem at any point in time. You'd think with technology, it would have gotten easier, but I guess the technology uh, made it harder uh, to counterfeit. So yeah, True, true, which is why they have to spend millions of dollars to make currency, to make it so yep. hard to, to, um, to just basically stop people from copying it. <laughs> That's why it's green. Because back in the day, green ink wasn't so easy to get hand on. Now, yeah. now you see how fancy these bills are. Yeah. really fancy i know you're having a tough time counterfeiting it now interwoven fibers it's a, it's really hard yeah <laughs> well speaking of counterfeit money i'm not i'm going to give you a, a zero on that one uh no, i'll give you half a point half a point award no i didn't get it right give me a zero that's fine right, fair enough so next question this is a little fun trivia which is there more money printed each year 
monopoly money or real U.S. currency? Well, I would assume I would assume the way our government's been going <laughs> to keep inflation down and keep things going, I would assume, or to create inflation, I should say, it would be real money. Uh, but my my guess would be, I know I've heard this before, and it's monopoly money. You have heard it before, and it used to be monopoly money. Yeah. However, with the stimulus bills, yeah, money. So I did some math. Now I don't know exactly how much money. Um, Parker Brothers, who who the makes Monopoly, right? But I read an article on CNBC, and I think it was from 2015. But they said that Parker Brothers prints about 30 billion dollars of Monopoly money per year. Sure. And the U.S. government at the time, when they wrote that article, was printing about 974 million. Right. So it was 30 to one. Right. But since the pandemic, right? I just looked at the Federal Reserve every year. They they put out what the order is uh, for, they call it the fiscal year print order. They literally have how many bills they're going to print by denomination. And that totaled up to about $400 billion for 2020. Oh, we've, went, we've come that far. And that's why, so I get 100% on that one because I said now it's probably the government, but I've heard that trivia question before and it was monopoly money. So that's a hundred percent. No, because you said it was yeah. the old answer, and it's not the new answer. You hedge. Well, I'm not going to reward hedging. I will reward hedging. I'm going <laughs> to give you full credit on that. <laughs> yeah, that that I deserve full credit on because I knew the government's been printing money like crazy the last year or two. I mean, we know that, uh, but it used to be monopoly money just a few years ago. So right. I mean, that's right. what I should have exactly said. That's what I meant. I'm giving it to you. Stop selling it. You already <laughs> you made the sale. Move on. Yeah. So, you know, printing paper money, you mentioned, though, inflation is huge. I remember when one of my friends went to Africa, he came back with a Zimbabwean million dollar note, which was worth like 10 cents. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully we're not going to get into inflation in this country. I think we will. Oh, the peso. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right. Next question has to do with money again, but it's coins this time, Tony. Uh oh. When you look at a coin, which way do the faces look? Do they look to the left or do they look to the right? Now you can see my big nose when I look this way, right? They look to the right. Well, a question because they all look to the left. <laughs> oh. Except for the penny. Lincoln looks to the right on the, the penny. penny. See, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> the penny. Give me a half point for the penny. I'll give you a half penny. <laughs> um, it costs more to make a penny than it does to uh, than it's, than it's worth. I don't know. I haven't seen a coin in so long, Dan. Honestly, well, <laughs> that I didn't coin. remember. We had a coin shortage, and and that's going to be well. We'll save yeah. that for another. We'll save that for another question. I may have given you a hint, but all the all the coins face left. All the the, the people on the coin face left, and except for the Lincoln coin, which faces right, which is the penny. And then actually, in two thousand five, they redid the Jefferson nickel. And he faced right for that one year. And now he's looking straight on, I believe. But yeah, that's a pretty trick, quick trick question. Completely useless knowledge, Tony. Yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, gonna, those tuning in for financial tips this week will be sorely disappointed. No, they're going to have fun financial <laughs> trivia for New Year's <laughs> Eve parties. Right? We can't be, right. I can't be stuffy all the time, Tony, unlike you. Uh, oh, yeah, that's I'm me. On here. Look, that's look. Me. <laughs> All right. 
Next question, number four. Ooh, 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 wait. I, I don't think I've been keeping up. Here we go. Here it is, Tony. Who wrote Jingle Bells? I do not know this. I have no idea. There's a money relationship. So I'm going to tell you who wrote it, and then I'll see if you can get the money relationship. Uh, Jingle Bells, do you know you want to sing it, or does everyone know it? Honey, you want to know? Uh, I'm not singing. In my what a lovely singing voice I do have, Dan, but no. And you're especially not going to sing. I will not. However, <laughs> it was originally published under the title The One Horse Open Sleigh in 1857. Now, it was misnamed. Good to uh, know. Growing up in New York, we called it sleigh riding, and I got made fun of all the time when I moved to Minnesota, and people called it sledding. I'm assuming you call it sledding. Well, there's a difference between a sled and a sleigh. A sleigh is pulled by horses. A sled is something you go down a hill on. I know. Uh, I realize that now. But as a kid, we called it sleigh riding. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because um, a distant relationship wrote the song. No, actually, who wrote the song was James Lord Pierpont. Hmm. Name ring a bell? Hmm. Wasn't familiar. I don't know. Yeah, he had an uncle. He was the uncle of a J.P. Morgan. <gasps> ah, little Morgan Stanley trivia. Yeah. Huh? Pont Morgan. Yes, his uncle wrote Jingle Bells. How crazy is that? That is nuts. Right? See, and if he collected the royalties, they probably both had a lot of money. Where do you think he got all his money? Yeah, the yeah there you go. Jingle Bells. That's crazy. Pretty interesting, right? I didn't know that. I thought that was unique. All right, here we go. I'll sing it. Jing oh, no, I'm just kidding. All right, we're moving on quickly. quickly. <laughs> um, so I asked you this. We had a fun trivia contest earlier this year, I believe, that you failed miserably on. And one of the well, questions. You used the word fun loosely, looser than I would, but go ahead. Me. You failed yeah. miserably, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I asked you this question then, and you did not get it, but I'm going to ask you again. Maybe you'll know it. Yeah. Uh, who are the non-presidents on paper money? Uh, Benjamin Franklin. Good. You got it. Any others? I may have uh, it. I may have it in my wallet. I do. So you know it's nothing that big. Uh, <laughs> I showed it to you and you didn't get it right away. Let's see. Is that Jefferson? Yes, Thomas. Je oh no, Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. The ten. Oh, that's Hamilton. Yes, oh, he was okay. never president. He was a Treasury Secretary. Um, yeah, and he's so, looking to the right. He's looking to your left. He's looking oh, to the left. So you it's can't the camera that flips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. You look to the left on the coins. All right. So they're the only non-U.S. presidents to appear yeah. on the yep. on paper money. Yeah. So the next question then, Tony, is how about females? Are there any females that appear on paper money? On paper money? U.S. paper money? Mm -hmm. uh, how about the, well, I know there's a Susan B. Anthony dollar, but I think that's a coin. Mm-hmm. Who's on the $2 bill? Seems like something that the government would ask that, Tony. You know, my dad. <laughs> oh, no. You have a two Wait, you have a $2 bill handy? You have more than one. My, my dad gives them to my kids all the time, and they run out of money when they need to buy something, and they say, here, I'll give you money. They give me $2 bills. And I don't oh, pay them. And they're I not supposed to spend them. My grandparents, and I never spent them. 
They're not as yeah. rare as you think. There's millions of these out there. Yeah, yeah. I still don't want to spend. But it, it sounds like something the government $2. would do is what? Thomas Jefferson's on the two dollar bill. Oh yeah. So it seems it seems to like something the government would do though is put a woman on some odd bill like the two dollar bill, right. but. Right. But yeah. there was a woman on the $2 bill, you're, not on the $2 bill, on a bill, and that was Martha Washington. She was the only woman to appear on U.S. What currency. Bill? She was on, I forget what it was, but it was in 1886, 1891, and 1896. I was probably the dollar. Um, yeah. But did you know about, there's another one. See, this is where you're getting zero points. I'm going to, this is where the real trivia comes in when you go and play trivia somewhere on New Year's Eve, which I know you plan on doing. The only other time a woman was on the U.S. paper currency was in 1860s. Native American Pocahontas was on the back side oh, right. of a $20 bill. I have heard that. Yep. Yep. Did you know that that was supposed to change this year in 2020? Oh, they were going to put Pocahontas back on. Nope. They were going to put in honor of um, civil rights, Harriet Tubman. Oh yeah, that's right. I had, I did read that. Yeah. A hundred, I mean, not civil rights, a hundredth anniversary of the 19th amendment. Oh, wow. Granting the women the right to vote. Harriet Tubman was going to go on the $20 bill in 2020. Didn't Mm. happen. Yeah. So I looked that up. Um, By the way, I gave that, the answer who's on the $20 bill. You don't know who's on the $20 bill. What? Uh, I thought it was, uh, it's not Hamilton. It's Jefferson. He's also on that $2 bill I gave you. Yeah. Yep. So the, the um, Harriet Tubman $20 bill was supposed to happen in 2020, but Steve Mnuchin, who's the treasury secretary said that the design process as delayed it, and it's going to be unveiled in 2028. What? That's yeah. ridiculous. The design <laughs> process. Because they said that it's for counterfeiting issues because the $20 bill is the most counterfeit bill. Ah, okay. Yeah. And the $10 bill and the $50 bill are going to come out with new design features ahead of that. But yeah, they moved Harriet Tubman to the 2028. Who even knows if that's going to happen? So right now we have no women on any paper currency. Right. Right. All right. Now we're going to get into the dollar bill, which is the one you're most familiar with, Tony. Washington. The number 13. Do you have any idea? Number 13. I had to do this because I didn't, I couldn't see, I had to get glasses, but if I'm looking at the 13, uh, looking for 13 signs of 13, it's the 13 colonies. If you look on the back, there's, you can't see it, but if you look, you can, you'll see there's 13 arrows in the eagle's claw or talon. Ah, okay. To symbolize the 13 colonies, there's a bunch of uh, 13. There's 13 steps on that pyramid. There's 13 vertical bars on the shield. There's 13 horizontal stripes on the shield. There's 13 leaves and 13 berries in the olive branch, and then 13 arrows. Wow. In the back. Yeah. So, and there's 13 stars on the front of it, but you can't see the stars on the front unless you really have a magnifying glass. And I could see them. And the only reason why I know there's 13 is because I can count them with a magnifying glass. But that was to symbolize the 13 colonies. But you didn't huh. realize all that on the one dollar bill. I went over the top on that one. That's right. You want to see it going over the top, though? What's see. that? 
what this is question number nine out of 13, which state's names, you know, with the name of the state, which one is on the $50 bill? Um, I would guess New no, York. $5 bill. I'm sorry. I should say $5 bill. Oh, on the five? Yeah. Is it New York? I'm going to show you. Now, I don't have a $5 I bill. I didn't know there was a state's name on a Neither bill. Neither did I. I'm going to share my screen with you here and see if everyone. Or is it Maryland? All the listeners. You're right. Maryland? No, both. New York and Maryland? I got it? I'll show you. All right, do you see that? Uh, I see the, I see the bill. I don't see. Look at the top here. Look at the top right here. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, watch what happens. Look at that. Arkansas, Michigan, Florida, Texas, Iowa. Oh, Minnesota even made it, huh? New Jersey, Delaware. States are all 50 are on here. I had no idea. They are written on the top of the building. The Lincoln Memorial. See, Georgia, Connecticut. I, now I've visited the Lincoln Memorial. Are all those names on there for real etched in the Lincoln Memorial or did they just I add them to the bill? I haven't gone. My, my oldest son went with my wife for a field trip and I've I, been there like three times. I wonder I if they're there. They I bet you they I are. Bet you they are. I've been there a num- number of times. I've never actually. How <laughs> many times that. have you held a $5 bill and not seen that? Well, look at how much I had to zoom in though, right? What? Look how much I had I had to zoom in. Oh yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. I'd yeah. need a magnifying glass for that. Am I still sharing my screen and you can see my lovely mug? No, I can see you. Okay. You're waving at the people. So, <laughs> your adoring fans out there. So you got I'm going to give you credit for that one because you named two states that were on it. So you weren't wrong, but the correct <laughs> answer was all. I didn't realize that. Yes. All right, 10 number 10. We're getting to the nitty-gritty here. Ah, yes, the coin um, short. What do you think uh, about the corn coin shortage? Did you have any uh, coin problems in in your neck of the woods? Um, not really. Although uh, there were signs at a couple of places, uh, some fast food restaurants and uh, things where we went to get uh, takeout. Of course, during COVID, uh, we saw signs. We need coins. Yes. You know, yeah. and if we don't, please don't ask us to make change. We're needing coins or so I, that's how it impacted me. That's, that's all. Well, and I don't um, know why they're so scarce though. I guess people are not use. I don't know. I don't know why. A lot of the currency flow or the velocity of the money, how quickly it turned yep, went yep. down due to COVID. A lot of people weren't spending out there. And then the Treasury Department slowed down their printing of currency, coins included, because uh, they laid off staff or they reduced. Probably coins, especially. I mean, I'm sure they kept up the printing of the bills, but coins, they probably said we can let that go. So the question is, Tony, what is the average amount of coins that a household has loose change in their house? And at any one point. And I'm going to use um, 2016 data because that's the best I got from Coinstar. What's the average amount in loose coins? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you a ten dollar leeway. Either way, <laughs> uh, I would say uh, thirty dollars. So what people indicated was they had twenty-seven dollars, but the Coinstar did data on how many coins people have when they cash them in and and they they actually did a count with the survey with people and they came out with 68 
$68 a spare. Yeah, but the 27 is what people say. So you got zero points? No, but, I get um, <laughs> the 27. I was right, right there. If, if you want me to go with the 27 number, you price is right rules, you're over. So you get nothing. <laughs> Your prices are you're over. <laughs> you said I had a ten dollar leeway, and it, people who have cash laying around the house, uh, the people who cash in coins, they always save up more. Like I don't cash them in until I have a lot, but right. a lot of people just have average amount of change laying around the house between twenty and thirty dollars. I would say, I but there are those outliers, or you know, a, a, a small not. Not over 50%, I'd say, of people who save up their coins and cash them in, or do, do more people do that than I realize? Well, that's the question, I guess. I, I would, I tend to think 68 seems pretty high, but you never yeah. know. Uh, people tend to. I save coins. Yeah, I, know, I, I do too. My kids do, and then they roll them. I, I go to the bank and get the, because they don't, they don't, it's not free anymore. You can't just take coins. They make you roll them. Oh, yeah. That's they don't have to do. They didn't have coin counting machines when I was little. So mm-hmm. roll them, kids. They got, they like it. My kids like it. All right. Next question, Tony. And I, oh, I, I thought more about your plea there. I'm still giving you no points. I may give you negative <laughs> points if you ask again. So number 11, who bought, and if anyone's counting, let me know, because I'm lost track of, of how many he's gotten wrong. I've got at least, I've got at least 10, right? Go ahead. Who buys lotto tickets, Tony? Who buys lotto tickets? <clears throat> um, people who are very optimistic. <laughs> they really, truly are optimistic or they are uh, inclined to gambling or they're in desperate need of money. All right. So let me give you the facts and then we'll determine if you're right on that. Okay. Um, 2018 survey released by bank rate, 28% of Americans, 28% who mm-hmm. earn less than 30,000 a year. Yep play lottery at least once a week. There you go. Yep. They spend $412 a year on tickets. Yep. Those who need the money. Yep. The higher, higher earning households, uh, they don't. They, with households with income of 75000 or above, spend only 105 a year on lottery tickets. Hmm. So a quarter of what the low income households spend. Interesting. I, I kind of, that's what I figured and that's what I assumed, but yeah, it's interesting. I'm surprised that that much is spent by uh higher income households to be on a hundred bucks. I mean, I sometimes buy a lot of tickets during the holidays for stocking stuffers just because, you know, I get, I'm not very creative uh, when it comes <laughs> to giving gifts. You're a but, very creative person, Dan, just not think about it, the odds of, and we did a, a couple of shows on winning the lotto, how bad it is for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are fascinating shows. If our listeners want to go back and check them out, that was unlike this one, that those were really, really good shows. <laughs> you know what the odds of winning the Powerball lotto are, Tony? It's like 300 million to one. Yeah. And according to the, uh, sportsbettingexperts.com you have a better chance of getting struck dead by a stray asteroid mm-hmm. which is 1.9 million to 1 than you do about winning a lot of mega millions i know here in I florida know. you have a better chance of getting killed by a shark in fact i would say you and there in minnesota have a better chance of getting <laughs> killed by falling, a shark falling into a shark tank at an aquarium here in minnesota yes. <laughs> i have a, a person me personally i have a better chance of falling into an aquarium and getting eaten by a shark 
than I do of winning the lottery. That do is they have sharks in the Duluth freshwater aquarium? Well, not in the freshwater aquarium, no, Dan. Uh, but they do have, actually, they do have some ocean, you know, they, there's aquariums with ocean life. Typically not in Minnesota, but yeah, they're there. They're out there somewhere. Somebody's got a shark. All right, Tony. Actually, the Mall of America, they have a sea life exhibit thing, and there's these little mini sharks that swim around. And you get a button that says, I pet a shark. I touched a shark. I'm sure that's shut down right now. <laughs> I touched a shark. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to the, the second to last question or the penultimate question here, Tony. Okay. Imagine I gave you $325 or you had $325 in your pocket right now. Yep. You don't have any debt. Okay. All you got is $325 to your name. Yes. How would you compare? How many in the United States on average, how many people would you have a higher net worth than percentage wise? That's all the money I have is $325. You have no debts. So your net worth is $325. Okay, so net worth is 325. That's without debt. So lots of most people have debt. So I'm guessing it's a lot then, more than you would think. All right, well what's your guess? I mean, we, we, this is a trivia game. How many here. people in the US how many would I have advice? How many more How many people would have less net worth than you if you had $325 in your pocket? I would say uh 37%. Well, 12%. So I guess I went high. No, you're, but you you could be right on the money now after the pandemic, because this is from the Federal Reserve. This is from their 2020 survey, but the data is based on all, you know, you know how the government works. Yeah. It's 16, 17, 18. Yeah. If you had 20, 325 in your pocket and no debt, you have a higher net worth than about 12% of the people in the U S the median, which is like the middle net worth is $310 for families in the lowest 25% tax bracket or the 25% Ooh. bracket. Wow. That's the crazy. Average net worth for that group, the lowest 25% is negative 13,500. So the average net worth is negative. But if you take the median, meaning what the middle of the road is, you'd have 25%, you'd have 12% higher, more money than that many people in the US. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And by the way, the the low, the negative net worth people aren't the doctors with the huge student loan debt. It's it goes beyond that. It's just people living day to day. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's not good. I, I on a lighter note for the people wondering who that was wandering behind me <laughs> during our show. Uh that's my private nurse, my assistant and private nurse. And how much is her net worth? She's negative, right? With the student loans. <laughs> no, she's uh, she's that's my actually my wife, and she's her net worth is a lot more than mine at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still alive. You're still worth more alive than dead to her. So you're doing good, Tony. <laughs> then why is she trying to kill me for the life insurance debt? Uh, she keeps you there for the, for the laughs. For the laughs, yeah, so, that's right. You've failed miserably to this point. We have one final question. Wait. Oh, yeah. 13. Lucky 13. And in honor of COVID, I'm going to ask you what a very high potential germ spreader would be that people aren't thinking about. A very high germ spreader that people don't think about. Yep. 
Now you should get this based on the, the 12 other questions we've had, but I don't know. I'm not uh, I would say, I would say money, like dollar bills and coins, maybe. Yeah, I don't want to totally gross at the audience by putting some stats out there as to what is on the traditional. I know one of the bill. biggest things you always hear about that's on bills. You go ahead, Dan. It's your I show. Know, no, How can you bring that to the people? Cocaine. cocaine. You always hear that. And I always got to think, now, come on. How many bills could actually have bills that are circulating like here in the mid, in the Midwest? I mean, Florida. We. I get it. I get it. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm, on the I'm Gulf kidding. Coast. Don't. Don't yeah, you're on the Gulf Coast. You're fine. Uh, it's not like uh, it's not like you're in Jacksonville or anything. But th- just kidding, just kidding. If we have listeners in Jacksonville, uh, but uh, you know, pill mills, meth labs, Jacksonville, whatever. Yeah. We're not talking. We're not here to talk about Jacksonville. Well, Dan. You know what else is on there is is just bacteria, fecal matter. Well, yeah, just bacteria. It's bad, right? So, but to answer yeah. your question, fecal I knew you were matter. bring up the cocaine thing. Yeah, Massachusetts. I think it was. MIT or Boston University of Massachusetts um, in Boston did a study on it and they did determine that a huge percentage of money did have cocaine on it. So. That's crazy. I've heard that. And I said, that has to be a wives tale or a rumor, but that's insane. If they did that's a study, crazy, for, right. of course, those kids that did the study, <laughs> right. they may have been contaminating right. the, right. <laughs> who knows? But this is another reason to look at cryptocurrency, Tony. You don't have to deal with the, uh, but this is true with the contactless, you know, during COVID people are using their credit cards more or contactless payments. But yeah. people forget you go out there, you're wearing your mask, you're doing everything safe, you get home and you're, you, if you exchange money, it's not just what was on that person that handed to you. It could be days of people yeah. making that money. Exactly. So, a big germ spreader. Yeah. So that's why the if you have an exchange of money or have to go to the grocery store or pick up your to go and you pay with cash or get cash, you should always use hand sanitizer or, and then wash your hands also when you get home. I mean, it's especially now crazy. Well, the CDC has come out or the, the, the World Health Organization has come out and said that um, COVID-19 may persist on money for longer period of time than cardboard or paper because in the u.s uh paper currency is 75 percent cotton and 25 percent linen so it's not paper right so right yeah there is a a higher chance that that covid19 may stay on the paper right so, yeah because it's linen yeah well, I'm going to do a quick tally, Tony. Okay, yep, yeah, you got two right out of 13, which is a big fat fail in my book. I was, cl- I was close on a couple others, but, you know, who's counting? Honestly, who's counting? Well, I hope you enjoy this audience. Uh, Tony, as you can see, is not um, well-versed in the money. I, uh, I, have, I have a feeling, though, if he asked me these same questions, I would do equally poorly because I just don't think of money that way. <laughs> but well, it's um, trivia, you know, it's trivia. It's 80s good. music trivia now that I would get. Yeah. Are you suggesting a show topic? That might be good. Maybe 80s music trivia and how those 80s tunes relate to finances. There's a lot of them out there. Ah, we can relate it to finances because people that like 80s music are probably close to retirement age at this point. Isn't that crazy? Oh, oh, oh. I'm not Ooh. that old yet, am I? Well, I'm getting there. See? Getting no, there. I like 80s music. I'm not close to yeah. retiring. But that's a good question. All right, Tony. I think we might do 80s trivia music in 2021. We'll figure it out. 
We'll bring on your wife, who's behind you again, as a guest speaker, and uh, we'll go from there. But thanks for listening this year, everyone. Uh, Dolphin Financial Group, we are now moving online. The podcast is on YouTube. We're going to live stream on Facebook eventually when Tony gets his act together, and we'll be able to take user questions from the audience and have a more interaction. So I'm looking forward to that. I, uh, I will say that this year was tough for many people. My clients are no exception, but I had a, a great year. I'm looking forward to 2021, but I'm not going to discount 2020. I, um, I am a certified financial planner. I have written a book. I've done well with my clients. It's been rocky, but it's been positive. So I'm pretty thankful. But Tony, the, the one of the biggest um, benefits of 2020 in my book was getting closer with you and doing more podcasts and expanding oh. our show. So thanks for uh, bearing with me and letting me pick on you constantly. <laughs> no problem, Dan. I would say the same. This year has been great in that aspect that you and I have gotten to do the show together and hang out a lot more together, at least, you know, virtually. Absolutely. Well, thanks. Right. And um, at the bottom, just so you know, again, we're not giving investment advice. Don't start hoarding $2 bills. This is <laughs> yeah. just for informational purpose only. Go see a professional before you do anything. I was going to say, uh, 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 no other show has that disclosure been more appropriate than this one. <laughs> this is for informational purposes only. And even then, the trivia, mm, borderline informational. <laughs> I try. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, Head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.